what in the world is a birth plan and why do I need to have one while choosing a hospital birth? Hi everyone, welcome back to the Pure Doula podcast. I'm your host, Catherine, the Pure Doula. On this week's podcast, I talk about birth plans, what they are, why they're necessary, what they can read like, and where you can get your free birth plan template. So hang with me while I chat it up. This is the Pure Doula Podcast. Let's get into it. Now you might notice I'm kind of talking a little low. That's because I'm currently in the car um, and Mercy fell asleep. So I figured this is like the perfect time to try and record this. <laughs> so she's in the back sleeping in her car seat and I'm here talking to y'all trying to keep my voice down. So let's get started. You plan your future, you plan your wedding, you plan your day, you even plan your breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So why not plan something so special like birth? And when I say plan, I mean for those who are having a hospital birth, have a plan. For those who don't know, I did in fact have a hospital birth. We decided in the third trimester to go that route and committed. Now, as someone who hates hospitals, <laughs> I'm sure I'm not the only one, I knew I had to be extra prepared. I did all the work to inform myself on what goes on with my body and what to do and how to get through it, but I knew that being in a hospital meant that I'd have to make a lot of things clear. As we all know, the hospital staff likes to be in charge and call the shots that truly benefit no one but the hospital's bank account. Yes, I said it. <laughs> so, yes, I had to be crystal clear. Like, what I wanted, what I don't want. And while still keeping the environment and relationships chill. Like, I didn't want to cause any tension. And that should never be, you know, the thing. Like, you always want to keep it cool. You know, there's a respectful way to be like, nah, I'm good. And for them to be like, oh, okay, and vice versa. The hospital world has their beliefs that they wholeheartedly believe in. And that is really to be expected. So that's cool. Like, I don't really expect whenever I, you know, go to the pediatrician for those mandatory well visits. Or when I was even just seeing my midwife or in the hospital I don't expect them to understand and to have the same beliefs as me you know like that's why they are where they are they believe what they believe and what they practice and I believe what I believe and what I practice so like I said I don't ever expect them to be open-minded to mine however with a proper birth plan it will be respected and followed of course, myself while in labor wouldn't want to be constantly telling the nurses what to do, what not to do, and have all these like unwanted, unnecessary conversations. I want to stay in the zone. You know, you want to be in the zone. You don't want to, even like as a doula, we don't ask questions to mom what, you know, depending on the phase of labor that she's in. Like, that just doesn't happen. It's just not respectful to mom and it's 
just pointless, you know, and a lot of hospitals will tend to do that and you're very vulnerable. So it could be hard to stick to your plan when you just are in a different state of mind. You know what I mean? My husband is also overwhelmed with the miracle that's happening. So he deserves to be in that moment as well. And again, as a doula, I feel the same way for all the partners that are there, all the men. So if you don't have a doula, and even if you do, this is where your birth plan comes in. It can also be used during your pregnancy, stating like what tasks or treatments you do or do not want done while seeing your midwife or doctor. If you don't have a doula, you know, always have a plan. We had a midwife and we started seeing her, I think around 35 weeks. I honestly forget. So give or take around there. It was pretty late in the game, you know, um, we wanted to go unassisted, but since we had to move back to Jersey and we were switching to a hospital birth, that's going to be a whole nother podcast is our birth story because there's a lot to it. So we already had a birth plan typed up and printed out. And she and her backup doctor were given their own copies and extra copies to keep in my file. Once we arrived at the hospital, I turned the air conditioner off. I'm sorry. Hopefully (laughs) that wasn't really like messing with the audio. But um, anyway, once we arrived at the hospital and they pulled my file, my birth plan was there and everyone involved in my labor and delivery could be on the same page. Even like afterwards, the nurses could see what's going on. So like I said, as a couple who originally wanted a home birth, our birth plan and wants were very on the natural side to the point where our backup doctor even said that our birth plan looked like we wanted a home birth. (laughs) Like, interesting, right? You know, like, shouldn't that just be? Shouldn't that just how it should be? You know what I mean? Like, I can't just have a simple, natural hospital birth. Whatever. Anywho, why these can be very important with or without a doula during your pregnancy checkups and while in the hospital delivering is because otherwise the maternity care providers will do what they want, what they think is routine and normal and fine. Without your proper consent, without telling you the risks of each one, and a lot of the time without even asking, they just state what they're going to do. They have a plan. So if you don't have a plan, they have a plan and that's whose plan it's going to go by. So whose birth is it then? Yours or the care providers? You know, like think about it. Without having on paper what you want and do not want, there are many interventions that can happen that aren't necessary when left up to the hospital. So here's what was on our birth plan. Now it's just kind of like, my birth plan is just like word vomit. (laughs) (laughs) I just kind of listed everything that we want and didn't want. So let's go. No medication, free movement, natural water rupture, light stim, water birth if possible. No, I always get tongue tied on this word. No episiotomy, like don't, no cutting, no cervical exams, no monitoring, no membrane sweep. Food and drink available for me if needed. 
no Pitocin, no IV, no nitrous oxide, no forceps or vacuum extraction, immediate skin to skin, the golden hour, delayed cord clamping, wait until it's white, save and take home my placenta, breastfeed ASAP, no vitamin K shot, no oral vitamin K, no circumcision if it's a boy because you know we were waiting to see till the day of what we were having, no eye ointment, no bath or wiping of the baby, leave the vernix on, no exams or at least delay them and do them in front of me, no formula, no hep B shot, no vaccines of any kind, no pacifiers, no donating cord blood, no cesarean section, no forcing placenta to be delivered, and no guided pushing. So yeah, <laughs> it's a lot. After hearing what we want and didn't want, I'm sure you realize that there is a lot that goes on with a hospital birth and to them it's just normal and routine. There are lots of reasons why we didn't want what we stated and most of those will have their own episode because I do think they need to be discussed deeply. But for now, let's just focus on creating the plan. So don't do what I did. You know, don't like have a plan that's just like word vomit, like no particular order. My advice with creating one after my experience and learning more about them is have it like grouped out. Meaning your plan for your pregnancy journey with your doctor should be one section if you choose to do one. Short to the point statements of what you want and don't want. If you do not have a doula once finding out you're pregnant to help you create one, make sure whenever doctor or midwife tells you what they plan on doing or testing or giving to you at your next appointment, you then go home and do some homework on it. Even if they surprise you at an appointment of this is what we're doing, tell them, you know, I need time to go over this and think about it. Can we schedule this another time? That's all. Thoroughly research benefits, risks, alternatives, or doing nothing. That way you are properly informed and make the right decision for you and baby. Also, never, ever, 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 ever suppress your intuition because sometimes that is all you need to make the right choice. When it comes to your birth plan for labor and delivery, also group that into sections and go with a timeline. Like, like I said, do not do the word vomit that I did. <laughs> Please. For example, no membrane sleep, no cervical checks, free movement, no epidural, no guided pushing. These are all leading up to... And during labor. Another example would be dad catches baby, delayed cord clamping or cutting, golden hour, leave vernix on. This is all for right after birth. So you want to have it like sectioned out like that. That way it's just easier for everyone. And it won't be misunderstood or messed up either. Like something won't be skipped or missed. You know, it'll be in an order where everyone can follow along. Ours wasn't, and it was a little detail that I didn't think to do until after the fact, and I learned that it truly makes a great difference. Even with a birth plan, things may not go according to plan. It didn't for me, as you will hear about when I share a birth story in a future episode, but it is okay. It is okay. However, why I say every woman needs a doula 
you are going through so much mentally, physically, and spiritually, and it isn't expected of you to think and make decisions or fully depend on yourself to stay in the zone and focused. I wish I had one of my doulas present. My husband and I were so in it, we went against some of the things that were on our plan, believe it or not. We really did. Which at the time felt good, but in hindsight, we realized the importance of having a doula present in the hospital birth. I truly, truly wish I was able to have one present. Um, Mine were very far away. My one doula, she did offer to come, but... You know, we were talking on the phone during labor and I was just like, girl, you are way too far. I got this. You've helped me so much. I got you on text. Like, it's all good. I don't need you. Well, that was just plain old silly because I needed her. I needed a doula present. I needed a doula to remind me of what I want, what I can do, what what I am capable of, and to just be the voice to the hospital staff, you know? So, like I said, just everyone needs a doula. (laughs) All right, so I actually have created a birth plan template that you all can easily snag just from going to the link in the description. Hopefully that'll work. Um, If not, and you follow me on Instagram, the link in my bio will have it as well. You just click the link in my bio, and it's like a little mini website, and you'll see where it'll say birth plan template. Um, if you don't follow me, my Instagram is in the description. It is the Pure Doula. There's also uh, the Pure Doula podcast page if you're interested in that. But um, yeah, so you can use it as a guide to fill out what you want or don't want for your pregnancy, labor, and birth. As always, thank you for listening, especially to this special in the car episode with a sleeping baby. <laughs> Mom life, am I right? If you enjoyed this episode, screenshot it, post it to your story, and tag me. And if you love what you're hearing, please give this podcast five stars. Because of you, the listeners, this podcast is growing, and I am forever grateful for you all. God bless.